0: For 20% off.
1: Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water
0: Podcast with your hosts Nate, Andy, and Micah.
1: So that was much better than last week. I know.
0: Did you Did you listen back? Well, like we just talked about this. You didn't listen to the show. We all know you didn't. I haven't yet. Okay. Did I forgot it came about out it this morning? I forgot about it, but I listened to your intro. What the hell were you doing? Hot,
1: I don't know. I was hot probably garbage. I was probably trying to do something funny, and I didn't. think You just stop talking. Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> last, I mean, that <laughs> show, says welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water podcast, and then just nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jeez, I'm like, I don't know. yeah, I was having an off night.
2: We've actually had quite a bit go on since we recorded our last one because we kind of got one ahead. And
1: Yeah, we haven't been doing it like every week. We've, we
2: have had you know. Andrew come to town. Yeah. Shit.
1: Does, that that since, was since
2: it's then. It's been since then, yeah. yeah well, let was, us
0: talk about that. That, that was a, last Wednesday? Was that
1: last uh, Wednesday? I yeah, remember? it was last yeah, Wednesday. It he was. came in.
0: <laughs> so our buddy with the O2 podcast yeah. come, came to town. For his first ever coyote hunt. Not even just... Well,
2: I think he's coyote hunting. I don't think he has.
0: He tried... I know yeah. he said he tried at his house
1: once, and he called in, like, the neighbor's, neighbor's dog, dog or something. Yeah. Something along so, the I don't think he's actually, like, went out.
0: Basically his and, first time <laughs> hunting. <laughs> he yeah.
2: got ready for to come see us and was shooting his gun, and he got the cops called on him at his own house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why we used to press ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, so what's cool is um, he came to see us on his way to Oklahoma. Yeah.
2: For the... uh for hog the Sportsman's
0: hunt. Empire Hog Hunt mm-hmm. uh, put on by our buddy at the Oklahoma podcast, Oklahoma Which Outdoors Podcast. really wish we could have John got that. Anyways, and I wasn't actually supposed to get to go with Pretty you guys, jealous. but things changed with my job. Unfortunately. And I made it home where you guys had just done the one set before I made it, right? Nobody.
2: Okay. What?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I heard you. Yeah,
1: yeah we just you... done it one time. I mean, dude, it started out uh-huh. really freaking slow. Yeah. And we are like, and, and but we warned him, we're like, dude, man, this time of year, <laughs> pretty sure you and I even fought a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I was cranky, I just drove like 10 straight hours. Well, I didn't want him to come down here and yeah, get for skunked, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Which, there for a little bit, I was real nervous that that was going <laughs> to yeah. happen.
2: Dude, This guy drove, it was like 10 hours to get here, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and got- it was like dry stand, dry stand, heard them howl a heard ways them. off, a oh, long ways yeah. off. Well. Then we seen one, and we did we did shoot and miss at one. It gave us one opportunity. Yeah. A, it was like three hundred three hundred
0: and
1: fifty yards,
0: something yeah, like that. We had a headshot opportunity, a headshot. it
2: was one of those things. It wasn't coming closer. It was just sitting there looking at us. We tried, then failed, work. and then uh, we started kind of getting into some more how <laughs> Which
0: Micah? Oh, you guys rolled it. You it, rolled it. From what I could see, <laughs> if you looked, watch the video, it looks like it rolled.
2: It's a chance that we actually uh, smoked it, but it did not. Um, and then we got into uh, right there late in the night. When
1: After one thirty is when it we, got hot.
2: We we ran her into the to the wee morning.
1: I didn't. Ooh. We did. Yeah, I didn't get home. I didn't lay my head on my pillow till four thirty that morning, yeah. and woke up and went to work at eight. Dude, it was bad. But no, we got into him. We ended up killing two that night. We yeah. had when we finally got into him, What was out in that field? Five. Was it five or six? There's at least six. Yeah, at six out point in the time, field. In
2: one field, which is, I mean, around here, pretty good. Yeah. Now they were a ways out.
1: They were. They were like 800 yards or something. But we finally, you finally, tickled yeah. their fancy and, and got them to come in. What did
0: they do? What did you do? Tickled their fancy.
1: Because they were walking fancy. away from us. Like Dude, he was were, throwing yeah. everything in the book at them, and then finally he switched. I think we were doing. You started doing fights.
2: I yeah. Well, see, what's kind of odd to me because like a, a pup, distressed. Was not working. They were leaving. Right. And went to like a, a mature coyote fight. Oh boy. Yeah, that's they when They closed the ground in a, in a hurry.
1: Yep. Got one of those shot. <laughs> we unloaded some mags at the other ones running away at like 600, 700 well, that yards. So was, was, well, the fun. one we
2: shot wasn't even the ones we watched run in. No, right. Came from, this one comes from behind us and just appears at 130 yards. Yeah. He it had, was
0: the prototypical night hunt scenario. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit Dogs just showing up from anywhere.
2: It's like it was February all over again. Yeah. But uh, Andrew got to, to put that one down on his own. Like he's I dropped only, that sucker. He's yep. the only one that shot it. And then uh, we had one that kind of winded us uh, the next set. And then the set after that, we're actually packing up to leave. And Micah spotted one come over the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a little coaxing. Holy hell,
0: I don't recall, recall that one.
2: The one we killed?
0: Yeah, I so, know. Why am I forgetting? one on him? the pond
2: dam? We went to the pond dam.
0: Like we were literally done.
1: One, two, three, I'm, I'm, shot I was it. running. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was on the scanner the whole time, and I'm watching y'all I six. Had, like everybody the, was behind I me, watching the other way, and I'm like, I had the
2: lid closed on my thermal. I don't right. it back up.
1: And I, I, we heard them howl from that direction at some point. But the wind was blowing that direction. Sure. But I was like, I'm just gonna scan this right here. I know there's three other scanners, or you know, guys with guns behind me. They can cover that. And I'm just literally watching this hilltop. And then finally, they're like, okay, let's done. We're done. And I was like, oh, there's one right there. And he was close. I mean, 100 and something yards. He was popping up over the, over the hill, going back, over the hill, going back. Yeah. And
2: finally, he decided to come on in. And that guy was old, man. He was. Yeah. Both the
1: coyotes were really old.
2: Both of them had messed up teeth. But that one had like... He had ground, no he had no bottom teeth ground down
1: man and
2: his bottom canines were like these massive like tusk looking things mm-hmm. it was weird yeah but uh yeah, old
0: dog and of Andrew course got i shoot. forgot to hit record
1: on both the of ones course you mean, did.
2: i I didn't hit record on the last one yeah. i got the first one but
1: won that one yep and so we're not i mean there was a few shots in him so yeah, yeah. So, everybody gets credit for that <laughs> he yeah. freaking took one to the dome he did <laughs> He did but Andrew got on a
0: couple. <laughs> Andrew dogs, goes, "Oh, look at that! His eyeballs just."
1: Peak.
2: <laughs> hopefully, made it a good Missouri thermal experience for him, and it was a nice way for us to kind of shut down the the thermal well, season. Well,
0: didn't he say by the end of the first set he was hooked? Oh yeah, we didn't it. see nothing. We're like, really? <laughs> we seen
2: a raccoon in a shed. Yeah, we were...
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was it. So we We're like, oh, okay, that's all it takes, I guess. Yeah. Did you did you tell him you saw some dogs that were mice in a waterway? No, we didn't have any situations like <laughs> yeah, that. We didn't have any of them. I'll, I'll stop messing with you about that. Oh. Yeah. But shit. it happens. It happens. But anyway,
2: yeah, that was since the last time we recorded. So, some shit. Events. It, I
0: forgot about that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thermal season's over. Dang it. It is over. Kind of sucks.
2: Yep. And actually, right now, I think until the 10th. Can't you, even hunt coyotes. Not during daylight hours. Mm-hmm. You can do it at nighttime with natural light. So, moonlight only.
1: I want to know who actually does that, though. And that's, that's got to be super ground, safe. If there was snow and Maybe. a bright ass moon, I can see it.
2: I've done that one time. Really? Yeah, a full moon with snow cover, pretty freaking sweet
1: because it worked. I bet it would be uh, sweet.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the only time I've ever done it. It'd be pretty tough.
1: Yeah, I would think so. But
2: 10 days, and then you have like a week, and then turkey season starts, and once turkey season starts, you can't hunt them. You can only hunt them with turkey hunting methods, so shotgun, no e-callers. You have to Mm -hmm. use mouth calls
0: cool yeah but let's get into today's hey, show thanks andrew for letting us take you out it was a good time yeah we have come back and we're glad we're glad he's uh he basically invited himself and we appreciate it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to wish. give him a hard time he's like <laughs> i know i've kind of invited myself but dude it was, no, fun. It was fine it was my blessed. god did you want to sleep in my bed too jesus dude no i'm just kidding he probably I did because where, he where did, he did he sleep that night he slept in he his truck. truck in my driveway
2: <laughs> 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 Fell felt bad poor guy good dude
0: though yep yeah, hopefully, I think they're going to have a show about the Oklahoma hunt. i want to hear how. Yeah, everything I want to see how went. that went. Look
1: looked like a blast. Yeah, I know they killed some hogs. So yeah. yeah, good
0: for them.
2: Let's uh, run through these uh, sponsors and get to the. Uh,
0: Let's do it. Meat and potatoes. Yeah. All right, new sponsor for us this year, or new yeah new sponsor for this for us this year. A local company to Missouri Woods and Water, just down in Arkansas, Morel Targets. I've I love Morel Targets. I do too. I've shot.
1: I've had two of them, and they have lasted me a very
0: long time, so super excited about that, you know. Yeah. We're actually probably going to have um, Tanner on at some point to talk about what goes into Target, like what, what makes, goes into a quality Target, how the hell do they test them, what to look for, what to you know? Have. Yeah, because he told me, uh, him and I were on the phone, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, talking about this and they do some crazy testing down there yeah. Um, on not just their stuff, but competitors to try to figure out like where they want to sit, how they, you know, they make their own foam. So this is all stuff that they, they produce. Hmm. So uh, it's all in down US, Arkansas. For the yeah. Most part, yeah. yeah. So I'm um, going to be doing some stuff with them there. I don't know exactly what, um, but check them out. com. Uh, You can order directly from their website too. I think we're going to have a discount code at some point, but don't quote me on that. But, Check them out. There, there's all kinds of stuff. They've got back Lunch targets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the the high roller. The big high roller Those is something I want to definitely go with. So yep. check them out. Morale targets, Athlon Optics. Ridiculously good optics. Ridiculously good part. You guys
2: know
1: there's two
0: parts to that, right? Then why does he only have the
1: one written down? Because I didn't made. write anything down. I just typed. Some did. Shit you did. You said ridiculously that's not, good optics. That's not
0: written. That's typed. You know what I mean? No. I just want to <sighs> give you a hard time.
1: You're getting on my nerves. I know. We need a vacation from each other. Do it. Well,
2: we're getting ready to pump up. Uh, you know, using some of those. That actually, they have a really sweet red dot. I want to put on a shotgun.
0: Did it just come Ooh. out, or has it been? There out? is a newer no, one. No, we that saw it at AGA out. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, the new yeah. one.
2: There is a newer one that they did release. I don't know the name of it, but uh, they have everything from red dots all the way to some long-range scopes. And did you see that girl that just broke?
1: The Record I did. like a two mile record, yeah. yeah. It was like you 400... see how big the freaking gun was,
2: yeah. You know what it's topped with the Kronos. I know, but did you really? see how big the gun, was? yeah, that gun, <laughs> gun like was than She was, she was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she shot it with a with an Athlon Kronos. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. So, here's my question to you: um, Thermal season's over, mm-hmm. my six arc mm-hmm. gonna be my deer gun next year, okay, especially for the Sun, okay, Suns. Do I use a QD mount system and put that Kronos on there? Just get or not another, the Chronos. the... Uh, i just get another six arc. Yeah. i just get another six arc.
2: If it's me, I just like shooting, so I just... I, I don't... I, I haven't bought the QD mounts, so I just... You know the, the mounts old. I'm
0: talking about, the ones that called her... The Bobros. The, the Bobro. Bobros. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. $350, I, just, yeah. I think, but... Cause For 350 bucks I can't I can decide because can that Midas Tac scope is currently... Slot slated to go on my MPR.
2: Oh, I would put that on that six arc.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're doing the scope justice by putting it on the two two three. If I'm well, being something's got to go on the two two three. Is my point. Okay. So I can't decide. Like, should I get another scope for the six arc, like the Kronos, because <laughs> it's got that badass reticle too. You you see my dilemma? So where I'm at. If it was buy me, another gun. The 6-Arc is going to be my night gun moving forward, right? So, you know, what do you do? do you buy do another 6-Arc. The... <laughs> Damn it, Andy. If you're sold on the 6-Arc, just buy I another 6-Arc. I'm certainly sold on it. I mean,
2: if it was me, I'd be putting that Kronos on your two fifty that I would be using daytime coyote hunting.
0: Which the Aries is on it. Yeah. Which I love. And I put the Aries on the 6-Arc. Potato, potato. That's what I would do. Yeah, I like that. Anyways, Athlon Optics, check them out. Midwest Gunworks. If you need something for
1: your, <laughs> like a QD mount, <laughs> or to build a six arc, or any yeah. other type
0: of firearm, Midwest Gunworks. I might just send Cameron a text and be like, "Hey, you know that build list on that six arc? Repeat times two. Yeah, <laughs> copy paste. Because <laughs> boom, yeah. Use code Woods and Water for five percent. Not Woods and Water. Woods Water. Woods Water. Woods Water. What's for five percent off. Midwest Gunworks dot com. Rivers Edge tree stands. Yes, sir. I
2: was gonna say, don't forget Midwest Gunworks for your gunsmith needs. Oh yeah, they specialize in shotgun, shotgun parts. Right now is a big, you know, turkey season coming up. Everybody's getting them out. If you guys run into stuff, man, don't don't hesitate. Call them. See if you can get in their shop if you need to get the parts so you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you They're, can also
1: get on like their Instagram, message mm-hmm. them there. Cameron, he's the one that takes care of that, so he's gonna see it.
2: I know they've like expanded their facility since we've been there. Yeah, we need to check it out again, but we went to their facility and just like their warehouse room full of parts, specifically shotgun parts,
0: is mind blowing. Uh, did you ever get? Did Pat ever get his fixed? His shotgun he gave up. up. Like and, he and he, he, sent them he didn't.
2: To them. He didn't send it to them. I told him to send it to him. He's like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> check them out though. Yeah, Midwest yeah. Gun Works, Rivers Edge Tree Stands, Take Two. Um, use the code Missouri 10 for 10% off plus free shipping. So it's like 20% really on any hang on or ladder stands. Um, we got a shit ton of work to do this year. Yeah. We got got some stands coming. We got some stands coming, I think. Um, I did
1: some walking around the other day. Some walking about. I was, well, I was picking up my cameras and I had my littlest daughter and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check everything out. So we went and found a shed and I found some new places I want to, you know, Put some stands, that sort
0: of stuff. Yeah.
2: I really want to take all of my stands down that are currently there and redo my entire farm setup.
0: Yeah. Do it. it's a good idea. If I get some time, I'm doing I it. got several uh, two-man stands this time just because I'm like, man, I'm really I'm trying to think of the boys. Right. You know, Moving and forward. like, all right, I can hunt out of a two-man. Yeah. But the boys can't hunt out of hang-on with me. Right. So, you know... What's well, easier Unless you? you yeah. Unless you put, like, the one set up I have two hang-ons, but then you have to have two hang-ons to do that. Right. And it's not the easiest thing to get in and out of for You a have child. to have the right tree. Yeah. To be able to, yeah. That
2: ladder's a lot safer for Definitely. me climbing. So, sure. uh
0: We'll be doing some of that this year. Talking
2: about safety, they have the... Um, Lifeline. Lifeline and their their
0: new, their oh, new the ladder lockdown system. Oh, tr- the lockdown, lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, you can secure it to the tree from the ground. Did you see the lockdown... Um, 360 ladder stand they got that's pretty sweet yeah pretty hardly yeah pretty and it's, a, it's a lock. it's a lockdown uh, setup mm-hmm. too then you can put like a blind around it too mm-hmm. we did not get that um i do have a blind that i still have to put together do you know it's in my my shed now right did you happen to notice it's not in your shed anymore did not <laughs> <laughs> i took it home one day i'm like i'm just gonna put it together in my shed sometime on the concrete so if anybody needs anything, just go to Andy's shed
1: because he doesn't—he doesn't, <laughs> notice, he doesn't anything. notice anything's missing. <laughs> Four big boxes
2: just gone out of the front of your shed. I have
0: cameras, damn it. Uh, all right, uh, Lucky Buck. Actually, I just did a post last week because I dumped. Yeah, Lucky Buck in both my farms. I haven't mowed yet,
1: but I need to. So I, I definitely
0: I need to go April first. That's kind of was like you know what April first I'm gonna uh, go do it. I was actually at a, uh, I was in Iowa at a. Tyson's it's like the chicken no it's spelled (laughs) t-h-e-i-s-e-n-s it's like a farm and home store oh really apparently it's pronounced Tyson's I could be wrong anyway I went in there to uh I'll be honest take a shit shocker (laughs) (laughs) and uh I just started shopping around because I was driving from northwest Iowa to freaking Chicago and I was kind of tired so I was just shopping around and I walked by the lucky buck and I'm like hey
3: well, buy this when I get in. home.
0: So I got home. We hunted with uh, Andrew uh, that Wednesday night, and yep. that Thursday I was basically off, um, did some stuff in the office. I took Bennett, and we went out and dumped yeah. Lucky Buck. So that's why I did it. But awesome. check them out, luckybuckmineral.com. It's time, folks. It is time. One full bucket a month. Yes, sir. Follow the plan. Yep. Onyx. Use the code
1: MWW20 for 20% off something that we use all the time
0: you're obviously going to use it too so hey, if you're 100- try it risk-free for seven days if you don't like it yep quit I don't, I don't see how you won't like it honestly if i lost my onyx now i don't know what i would do there's so many damn pins on that thing now oh gosh it's my lifeline for work yeah. definitely too oh, yeah for sure yeah. man i use it daily <laughs> so check it out onyx hunt download the app camo fire haven't been on it a few days I'm guessing it's got uh, archery stuff on it currently. Or do you think it has um, turkey turkey stuff? I said that last time. Turkey's too late. A, is that I was way wrong.
2: They're already on something else.
0: Testing. Oh, man. You still got time. Uh, this looks like oh. turkey stuff. Oh uh, okay. Trail cam Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Tuesday. That's, that's not a thing. There are trail cameras. Oh, and you can get your Alps, Alps bag. Outdoor... Turkey pack, Dude, that's grand a sweet slam. deal
2: right there on that turkey on that grand slam vest. Grand
0: slam, hundred and forty-five bucks. Forty-two percent off. It's not bad.
2: That's a good deal on the grand slam vest. some for more
0: of uh, some turkey stuff, some more Alps Outdoor stuff, a bunch chairs. of Alps stuff. Oh, we got some decoys. All kinds of goodies. So it is turkey stuff, heavy, heavy turkey stuff. Oh, I think I want to that flex tone right there. And then more trail cams. God, Andy's finally been right. Kind of, because there's a shit ton of trail cams right there. There's a handful.
2: Turkey Tuesday as well.
0: Turkey and Trail Cam Tuesday. <laughs> I'll go with it. You got it. So And sister company, Black Ovis, use our code MWW10 for 10% off your orders. Now would be a decent freaking time if you're planning on getting arrows mm-hmm. to do. use the arrow ID builder. Everybody freaking puts everything off, like me and everybody. They do it. The
2: arrow ID builder is the shit.
0: Yeah. It's legit. And Get it I, going it, now. And I'm
1: potentially might have to use it again because i'm i'm probably switching bows this year and i don't know if that bow is going to take the arrows that i have Take so, it. so i might
0: have to switch arrows so i'm definitely going to be using the arrow id builder if i do there that you know. yep and last but not least you heard this last week new part of us weber outfitters yeah um be looking for some shows i kind of did a little video last week on the old uh Facebook stuff, (laughs) yeah, and uh, social media, social medias, but we're going to be doing some content with them, Uh, Andy, Micah, I think are going to be getting new bows this year, we have, I guess you haven't decided for sure what you're doing, but um, I'm getting a new bow for the first time ever, actually, you guys know that that assassin, well, I take that back, I used a reflex first. First bow I ever. This had. is your first brand new bow. This is my first actual bow. I guess you'd call it like a real, real big boy's bow. <laughs> that's what I would call it. <laughs> I'm still shooting a 2011 well, bow. Well I know your draw link. I'm not real sure. That <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's considered dick. big boy. You're the one. <laughs> well, t-
1: yeah, my triax. That was last. That was my first. Yeah, bot. I always bought used before that. Anyway,
0: it's it's a 12 year old bow, and uh, I'm gonna be you know making a switch, so. Some of the content I think we're going to put out there with Weber is we're going to kind of do some shows walking people through that process. What's it like getting a new? Because it can be a little intimidating, I'll be honest with you. I've stopped into bow shops before and shot. Like when Bowtech came out with that new SR6, mm-hmm. I stopped into a bow shop one time shot. And I'm like, I like it, but eh. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to move out of this comfort it zone.
2: Must be nice. <laughs> so,
0: um, can't find a
2: bow to stop in a bow shop or oh should. no you can't
1: yeah you're kind of screwed you're left handed and you got a it, 37 inch draw length yeah
2: it, it yeah it's brutal
1: yeah so there's only like a select
2: amount of new bows that i can like yeah. actually shoot because like these short axle we probably ought to tell
0: adam about your weird ass yeah before yeah. we get down we be get like, down. Hey. I asked him
2: if he had anything in size extra extra large <laughs> <laughs> i
0: don't think he responded to that either, either. <laughs> it's Like shit, fuck and God. left-handed <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but uh yeah, so we're going to be doing some stuff with them. Uh, we're going to be walking through that process, what it's like to set up a bow, just all kinds of cool stuff we're going to do with them, uh, hopefully on site when we're we're picking up our new stuff and just going through that. They've got some awesome technicians. Um, who's our dude uh, with Adam? Gosh, what I just forgot. Is it Jeremy?
2: Just oh, like, but he's got a like, specific guy
0: there. Yeah, they've got some really awesome technicians um, that are, I guess, part of... The uh, the company Josh At least it started with a J I know it's close (laughs) Uh, Josh is one of their Lead technicians Knows his stuff Um, So it's a It's a full service Bow shop They also have a range Leagues Uh, They do a lot of stuff With kids Yep So it's pretty awesome So check them out Weber Outfitters uh, They're in Hawk Point Missouri um, Pretty close to St. Louis In that general area Yeah East Central Missouri We'll say it Okay So check them out WeberOutfitters.com Give him a call. I don't have the phone number off the top of my head. I'll put that on there at some point. Um, did we talk about what the show is about today? Nope, not yet. Right.
1: So today on the show... Tales of the Chase. Tales of the Chase. Oh, 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 a freaking monster deer. Hell of a stud. I would have probably nutted if I saw him. <laughs> just being honest. I Lucky. Mean, yeah. Lucky, yeah. Yeah. Talk about a deer named Lucky. We have a uh, returning guest, Tristan Williams, and uh, his buddy, Tate. Tate. Yeah, Tate. And say his last name. I can't say it. Kerrigan. Carrigan. Okay. Like Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy Carrigan. You cap your ass. Yeah, but <laughs> he goes through his uh, story why? of <laughs> <laughs> why. Why. <laughs> I'm getting really sick of him interrupting all the damn time. That I, was kind of fun. I just did Nancy Kerrigan.
0: You don't know what I just did. Half did our
2: you? listeners probably aren't old enough to even know.
0: You don't remember that video of her just being like, Why? I don't. Tanya Harding's just sitting in the bag I Yeah, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dude, I'm I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't even know. You, you know who play. Nancy Kerrigan is?
0: Is she was she an ice skater? Yeah, she was an ice skater. Okay, she's the one that got she, her knee capped. She got her knee capped. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a video of you know, them videotaping her after she got capped and she's like holding her leg and she's like why <laughs> crying. I don't remember The that girl video. who did it Is in the background <laughs> And the girl in the, I don't think she's in the background but, Okay well You know She's not. somewhere else Being like <laughs> Bitch Got <laughs> you <laughs> good You <fucker.">
1: <laughs> Anyways <laughs> As I was saying Tristan Trent They come on And they tell us the story Not of Trent Tristan Trent, Trent Tate Tate Jesus
2: You've been drinking That Bud Light haven't
1: you <laughs> Mike is, I don't drink Bud Light but. Mike yeah <laughs> Booked it <laughs> We talk about Dear He
0: Killed Named Lucky. <laughs> Let's, yeah. get yeah. Let's get into it's it. Let's get into it. It's a great Tales of the Chase episode. Appreciate their time. We have wasted enough of your time on this intro. Let's get into it. This, this is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Podcast. All right. With us tonight, we've got returning guest, Tristan Williams, and new guest, Kate Kerrigan with us in Tornado Land up there right now. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, boys? Pretty good,
3: good pretty good. Trying to stay out of the weather for sure. Up there looking for Dorothy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is the second Zoom call we've done in a row where if you remember the last Zoom we did, or no it wasn't, but the second the one before that one our yeah, our guest lost power in the middle of it. And y'all are under a tornado watch right now.
3: Yep, that's right.
0: You gotta love that spring weather, right?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and y'all mm-hmm. keep looking out the, I'm guessing there's a window behind you?
3: There definitely is. We can see uh, <laughs> some green looking skies and some really black clouds. If you so. start hearing
0: a train, just get up and run out the room. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hit the pause button. You can come yeah, up come after back the later. <laughs> 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 Sounds good. Um, so before we get into this show, uh, we, we haven't done a Tales, in the, a Tales of the Chase episode in a while uh we're gonna let y'all introduce yourselves Tristan has been on our show before but Tristan uh introduce yourself kind of tell everybody what you've been up to since the last time you've been on with us and then Tate same thing just uh
3: give us the rundown of who you are yeah so uh yeah it's been a while since I've been on I'm happy to be back but uh Tristan Williams um so last time I was on the show I was living in Missouri uh pretty close to uh the Missouri Woods and Water guys actually and uh I'm now living in Iowa full time, I uh, moved up here to film some deer hunting stuff, uh, for Josh Bomar. And I've kind of hopped around a little bit. Uh, I was doing Bomar stuff. Uh, I'm kind of back on my videography company doing my own thing. Um, uh, a lot of bass fishing stuff. And then obviously everything involved in the hunting industry. Um, I met Tate up here. We started the, this final cut outdoors. And so we're kind of having a blast filming our own hunts. Um, uh, putting out some apparel, a ton of content and it's been a blast, but yeah, I'm just, uh, back to the videography grind full time, uh, for myself and, uh, doing some food plot work for another hunting TV show. Just enjoying the Iowa life. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I knew
0: we knew you moved up there a little while ago. Yeah. A little bit. Tate, what about you? Andy's accosting me.
4: My name's Tate Kerrigan. I, uh, up here, Southern Iowa farmer, and ran into Tristan, and we just kind of got together and had some liking in what we, each other did. So we kind of hit it off and Sorry. got our own thing going on. Decided to keep picks and Nice. You
0: farm full time, or what? Is that what you do? Yep. for Nice.
4: Yep. I actually have my own uh, application business I run here in Southern Iowa. But
0: that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All right, so. uh people are going to see this with the show release and if they want to check out the video we'll we're going to link everything um for them but there is a there's a video of this on final cut outdoors or final cut did i say that right tristan
3: yep. yeah youtube is final cut outdoors yeah.
0: yeah so uh we'll we'll link that video but there's a video what i want y'all to do though is is listen to the story and uh go watch the video but this is the first tales of the chase boys that we've done in a while probably the first one this year a That's very possible. Yeah, and Tate, a bit. if you
2: ever want to you know, expand that farming into Missouri, I know a guy financed that shit. <laughs> there you go.
0: Andy's We're trying to farm, work farm. deals. Um, so this is the Tales of the Chase episode. Tate uh, was able to, well, hunt, how about that, a deer named, nicknamed Lucky. So yep. let's get into the uh, obvious thing, which is uh, why do you like to nickname deer?
4: Oh, mm-hmm. I don't keep them separated, I guess. Makes more of a
0: connection.
1: See, just See? saying. Nathan's been giving me crap because I don't nickname my deer.
0: He, he, <laughs> he just thinks I'm ridiculous for it, but and I love to do it. Yeah, Andy, Andy used to do it, but honestly, you haven't named nickname a deer in a minute.
2: No, I got one from last year. I only, I only name like one that is significant, and I I don't follow a theme.
0: <laughs> yeah. and then you
2: forget the name. I used to name a bunch of them, and I forget. I have to rename them the next year. But Nate, are you still
3: on your your Mortal Kombat characters? Oh yeah, I'll never run out of those
0: those names. I mean, <laughs> both these guys, both these guys hanging on the wall behind me are Mortal Kombat characters. So, yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna stop that.
2: But no, yeah. I have uh, Mr. Popular. I actually found his shed. He was one of the sheds. Is that I found. that shed you found? Yeah, the one I picked up. I went uh, live yesterday and picked up a shed, and that was a shed of a guy that me and the neighbor named Mr. Popular, because literally in like. Ten sets. I seen him seven times, and he was seeing him across, like on the other the, the farm to the east of me, and like we were comparing. Like he had to have been constant movement for him to see him and me to see him just in those same days. And so we just named him Mister Popular. He's a neighbor neighborhood nickname.
0: I'm gonna be Mister Deadass if he doesn't stop. Uh, yeah, he keeps out. it up. Yeah, <laughs> needs,
2: needs to stay to the south.
0: Yeah but uh so yeah this is an awesome uh story that uh tate was able to to uh hunt this deer i mean it's going to be pretty obvious when people see the show release that the deer is dead so we're not uh
2: spoiler alert we're not spoiler alert
0: yeah. anything <laughs> but um go ahead
1: so how did this deer become known as lucky like what's the backstory on him
4: well so everything's kind of lucky about this story so that's kind of where I got the name um I ran into him late muzzleloader in 2022 and he crossed the road in front of me and that's kind of when I realized that that's the deer I want to start getting after you know and so I tried getting my girlfriend on him late muzzleloader in 2022 and I think we had one encounter with him actually hunting and so then shed season come around and me and my girlfriend's little brother Colin Allen we uh driving around in the pickup, and I was like, oh, let's just swing in here, we'll cruise around in this field, because it's just, it's two big draws that run through it, one's got a river in it, and there's, you know, 10 yards of trees on both sides of it, and then there's this little creek that runs and splits two big crop field bottoms, and you got big timbers on each side of you, so it's just a big transition area for them to go each way, and we pulled in this field and just looped around the outer edge of one of the bottoms where I kept seeing him before, and his sheds were laying 50 yards off the road side by side. Oh, wow. So, and then those sheds actually. I Lucky. Was, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think those sheds, well, they went 182 the year before. I yeah. Them, I think. yeah. So he was actually bigger the year before. But Say that number. How, I
1: Say, how about, how about I? Say that number again. What did it? 182. 182. 182. You know, oh, one eighty-two, one eighty-two. Just just an average year in Iowa. Yeah, just a, you know, <laughs> one one fifties around every tree is right. what I hear. <laughs> that's yeah. what I.
0: That's the joke, isn't it? You yeah. got a one fifty behind every tree in Iowa. Yeah. Is it is it true, Tate? I want to know. <laughs> uh,
4: probably not every
0: tree. Every other. Okay yeah there's yeah. only seven trees in iowa so it's true. Right. Yeah. You, only had,
4: you only had 10 yards of timber to work with. There, there's seriously i bet you there's only 15 acres of timber on this farm out of yeah. An 80
0: yeah oh wow it reminds me of a farm i know yeah yeah that's that's cool um so you had no idea about this deer other than the encounter you had in 22
4: yeah. yep and, and actually so to link stuff back to 2021 because we actually farmed the farm across the road to the beats of the East. And when I was in there doing field work, I actually found a shed and I, I it's hard to tell not knowing the deer, but I can swear that this shed is off of that deer from 2021. Hmm. I mean, they're identical. Everything about them is identical. So I possibly might have one from 2021, but I'm not hundred percent positive.
0: Right. right. Oh, that's cool.
4: And just one side, you didn't, you didn't find yep, the pair. Yep. So yep, I just found the right side in 2021, if it's off of him.
0: Yeah. Was 20, 22 the first year that you had access to this farm as far as hunting wise
4: no i just never paid attention to it because like it's i just, said you know yeah there's not much to it all crop i just never paid attention to it and then i seen this deer across the road that night and i like freaked out i mean i was i was like that is a stud and he has junk everywhere and i want to kill him <laughs> <laughs> but i'd like to kill you I, I called the guy just to double check you know and yeah, he's like, yep, you're the only one in there. If you see anybody else, you know what to do. I said, all right, sounds good, perfect. Nice. Say less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
0: What is it? Um, hey, I, I talked to Bob today. He, he gave us permission to hunt there. or He basically gave us permission He basically to gave us permission. What do you mean, basically? He said, don't let me catch you on my property. <laughs> I and, I do, and I don't, I don't intend I don't to let him catch me. I don't let him catch me. <laughs> uh, all right, so to explain to the listener again a little bit about the farm, basically there's two draws coming through the farm. Um and timber on either side of yep. the farm. And yep. that's pretty much it. Just so just a little bit of timber on each side of that draw, uh or the two draws. Yep.
4: One and, draw runs north and south, one runs east and west.
0: Oh, that's freaking nice.
4: Yeah. So I mean there's only two inner inner exits on yeah. the farm,
0: really. Screw you, man. That that's really like the perfect farm. <laughs> if you think about
1: it, you know. But well, you would never think that though. No, like, but if, if you were driving down, you're like, man, I wish I really had permission to hunt that that's piece. True. Yeah, it probably gets overlooked a lot. And yeah. I'm assuming he was kind of a homebody and probably stayed pretty close to that area. What was there big? Uh, so
4: what borders? It? Is there big yeah, timber that borders it? Timber on each it? side. There's on the on the east side the farm we actually used to farm. It's a 900 acre farm. There's like 340 tillable. And The rest is timber. But,
1: okay, so that's yeah. probably so, where he, you know he was, was living. Yeah. But
4: see, every time that he would show up on camera, he would come from the or from the west. So which I, was and
0: timber I, on that side too, right?
4: But not near as much. Probably sixty. Yeah. Here's a timber or so. Plenty to hold
0: up. a nice, nice deer, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's yeah. what's cool. You have a, a draw that's running north and south, and a draw that's running east and west. So you can pretty much hunt that thing any direction, any, any wind. Yeah. I mean, I don't know your access, but you can, mm-hmm. you can try to, and, and they're just highways between the two, you know, blocks of timber for the yeah. most part for you. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty,
4: It's honestly pretty easy to piece them together. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, we put our minds to it in August pretty hard and. Right. I mean, it, it was like, once it was there, you know, it was instant. And I think I hunted him four times and killed him on the fifth hunt. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I just was in there just because it was the right wind back to back to back, you know, otherwise I wouldn't even have thought about going in there, but it was just, everything was set up perfect. And he daylighted five days in a row on the cold front we had the week before. And I seen the opening weekend, it was going to get, actually, yeah, it was, yeah, it was opening weekend. It was going to get back down to like 35 degrees. It was a little warmer in the last one, but the way he acted on that last one, I mean, he was morning and night broad daylight five days in a row. And I knew, I mean, a deer does that, you know he's going to do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got in there, and it was pieced together real well. We come by at eight yards. <laughs> nice. So
0: let's let's put a, a pause button on, on the season, because I want to get into how y'all two got together, because I'm assuming, Tristan, you were behind the camera during all this, or most of this, or yeah. w- what's the setup there?
3: Yeah, most of it for sure. Um So I actually – I filmed – we filmed all the you know setups for this deer so you know we were hanging cameras hanging stands just anywhere we thought he could possibly be you know a couple of weeks before season so yeah i filmed i filmed all of it up until you know the the game time but yeah it was it was pretty cool to do it together i mean i didn't have a deer i was hunting so i spent all my time with him basically we were watching this deer non-stop on the cameras and trying to figure it out because it's just like i said a smaller farm sometimes like it may be easier to, you know, locate a deer, but it's they can be tricky trying to figure out a small farm and having only, you know, limited areas having, to, uh,
4: having success to get in there without him knowing you were in
3: there. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've all. <clears throat> I've, I've told the story of reptile, and I'm sure you guys have heard it, and it's it's getting a little old to tell, but that's yeah, a deer that's that awesome that's a deer <laughs> that was li- living on a very small farm, a 40 acre total farm. I'm hunting 15 acres maybe, and that's a deer that it's kind of doing the same thing you were talking about tate daylighting i'd go after them daylighting i'd go after them you can only do that so many times before they figure out somebody's there and yeah, yeah. you know it it gets hard and so it can also discourage you when you don't get it done on a small farm because you know every time you go in there put your scent in there or if they were happen to catch your scent that day and you didn't know they were there and then that deer yeah. walks out of your life and you never see him again. So.
4: Those, those deer get four year olds and they I mean they change they're a whole different white tail. I mean you can't you can't go in there all the time putting your scent and stuff in there on a four year old or older, you know, and they'll figure out way before anything else will. Yeah. Took so them 'em six, <laughs> six days.
0: <laughs> took them 'em six days. But um yeah, so that's so what I was trying to figure, you know, it, you guys were kinda in this together. And it sounds like Tristan, you weren't there for the uh, money shot as we'll call it. Uh, but, uh, so take us through the season. I mean, so he was daylighting before season even started then, right?
4: Yeah. Yep. The week before season, I mean, he daylighted here and there over the summer, but it was really rare. So I was kind of nervous coming into season that, you know, he was living further away than I thought
3: of this area. And, no but idea. keep in mind, our season's October first. I was yeah. going to ask you that. I was going to right. add, like, you're talking about like
1: archery, archery season. season, yeah, right.
3: But your
2: archery season is later than ours, right, right.
0: So I guess we should tell everybody this: this this buck was hunted in Iowa, southeast yep. Iowa, southwest Iowa, somewhere oh, south central South yeah. Central Iowa. So, um, their archery season starts October first, compared to Missouri's, which is September fifteenth. Um, so when he's talking about that, so that means this, uh, deer nicknamed Lucky was daylighting very end of September, uh, last, you know, handful of days in September, uh, up until yeah, your yeah. opening day. So you were, um, how were, how were you acting? Like, were you all freaking out, you know, just hoping yeah. and like, I,
4: and we, were, we had just got started combining beans and I kept texting dad or yelling at him on the radio. I'm like, dad this deer is daylight and like i got it as soon as <laughs> you're gonna have to let me leave at night because i've got to kill this deer before someone else does hey you got uh, an empty grain cart and i'm gonna see you
2: later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: he's like oh, we'll see we'll see i'm like no you gotta let me leave i'm tony it'll happen give me five days yeah i killed i hunted him four out of the seven days of the season that was open so october
0: 1st I, hit and you were you were out there
4: yeah. I was actually, I went out there because he had, he was daylighting in the morning and I, the wind wasn't super good, but I just was so anxious. I had to get out there. So I went in there and did a hanging hunt and I come off the, uh, downwind side of where I thought he was going or traveling through. And I, I think I seen one doe that morning and I was so nervous that I screwed it all up and busted everything out of here. Cause I mean, I was having 10 to 15 deer on camera every morning. Mm-hmm. And so I was freaking out, pissed off at myself. So I just kind of left it alone and then it daylighted on the 4th, I think. 3rd or 4th? I think it was the 4th. Yeah, at like 6.15, I think is what it was. So
2: you're running cell cams or what kind of, I mean, yeah. what are you running? Yeah,
4: Tactics cams. Tactics cams, yeah. yeah. And so once I realized that he was still in there, you know, and he was still feeling comfortable to move at daylight hours, that's when I really pushed on him hard because that cold front
3: hit that weekend. and. I think an important factor to talk about too is how many cameras did we have on that little piece? <laughs> well, uh, well, I think I had
4: thirteen cameras on eighty acres. <laughs> I love it. Hey, it's awesome
0: per capita. I'm I'm right there with them per capita. So I understand. I definitely understand.
1: I mean, if you got it, why not? <laughs>
4: yeah, and you know, I had I had one camera in there. I put it out uh, late June and one camera in there and finally it was a July 16th yeah I think he showed up for the first time yeah which I hadn't met you at that time you No. and I yeah I'm pretty sure it was July 16th he showed up for the first time at 5 32 in the morning I think that's mm-hmm. what it was and I like was freaking out I was loading out hogs and my phone went off seeing of stack to him so I started swiping through the picture seeing it was that farm and there was only one camera on there so I knew where it was coming from and Marissa's little brother, Colin, was actually with me, and we started freaking out together. I was jumping up and down in the hog barn because he was still alive, and he was there to hunt. And that's when the game started. I put a shitload of cameras on that farm, and he really didn't show up a whole lot early summer. Uh, I think he showed up one time in the daylight, which was late July even, but he was just on and off. you know. And then September hit, and he was showing up a lot more, but it was that 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And that cold front come through the first week, or last week of September, the week before the <clears> boat season, <throat> and it was five days in a row, of morning to night, daylight, and I was just freaking going insane. I mean, I couldn't sleep at night. I was freaking out. I'm like, holy cow, this might actually happen. I'm this might work.
1: Deal. Were you uh, doing anything, like, in the summer uh, to, like, keep him there? Like, can you put food out when it's not season or anything like you,
4: that? You can place, like, food or mineral up to 30 days prior to season, but you have to have mineral sites and everything dug out of there there cannot be a lick of mineral in the soil anywhere on that farm after 30 days before season
1: interesting really yeah see like I in missouri say
2: in the soil like you know like salt or a lot of those minerals dissipate and
3: you can't see it but it's still there so you have to still there you, you have to you dig have it to out. go in
4: there Shovel and dig it dig it out
3: huh. like there's people that that have like if they have a mineral site where there's a lot of runoff they they won't put one there because that mineral spreads for so far and they don't want to mess with digging it but like this the dnr will come and test that soil around the areas they think really? you might be Damn. You know, so, yeah.
4: to say i shoot a state record they will come <laughs> with soil sample every spot on that farm they take that looks like a mineral cider well it almost
0: makes you not want to put mineral out
1: right mineral <laughs> i mean they, like that or just leave it in a bucket itself or something I, yeah. I seriously
4: feed mineral from, like, May to June, July, and then I quit. I yeah. don't want anything in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I, I try to feed mineral as long as I can in the spring just to help the nutrients of the deer, but right. I, I don't want a deer taken away from me, and I sure as heck don't want a big fine. So. Exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. right. It's, it's funny you say that about all the cameras because I'm the same way as you, Tate. I think on, you know, 15 acres I had eight cameras, <laughs> eight or nine cameras, and I love them. <laughs> But don't don't they mess with your head a little bit, too? Yes. Because, like, you'll get a picture of, let's say, the deer on the, the furthest north camera and then the next one south and then the next one, and you're like, oh, I know exactly what he's doing, and then he doesn't show up on the yeah. other ones that you're expecting, and then you just start going, well, what the hell's he doing?
4: Way to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when he could be still doing that, he just walked around the tree or yeah. the camera didn't pick him up or whatever. And They're, they're a great crazy. thing, but at the same time, it makes you kind of crazy. Drives you a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: There's one thing I did start doing a lot last year, and I was putting mock scrapes out, like, middle of the July time frame, kind of somewhere in there. And that deer would smoke every mock scrape on that farm hmm. every night.
3: Starting in July, too. Yeah. In it. July. That's in July, even. And really? he hit
4: them
2: until I killed him. Wow. That's something interesting. i never thought about trying
4: it's Yeah, not that early. Not yeah. that early. Never yeah. that early. Yeah. And, you know, once you – and you could tell, you know, there was his primary scrape. I mean, there was one scrape, he was there five days out of seven days a week. Hmm. But the other ones, you know, one on the eastern side of the farm was one night a week. One towards the center was three nights a week. The north end was one night a week. I mean, I mean, you could tell his primary scrape. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what we based this area off of. And actually, the neighbor to the east, uh, we're really good family friends with. So I asked him if I could throw a camera up in there. And he's like, Yeah. So technically, we ran fifteen cameras because <laughs> I had two on that side and four, or thirteen on our farm, and so I got asked him to run a camera just trying to find where the deer was actually staying. And the funny part is, is I never had him on camera once on that side. Really? He <laughs> so you- tell me where that? I have no idea where that deer was staying. I mean, he could have watched me walk in and out of there all summer long. I have no idea.
1: So you never did find out where his bed was. Nope. No
4: just hunted him based off of the knowledge i knew of, of what he was doing
1: right did you have uh was it beans or corn the
4: farms yeah. actually split so um it would have been probably 20 some acres of corn and then the other half was all beans
1: see he could have been just living in the corn too yeah yeah, you he well could have. yeah. deer do that yeah. Like it says, deer do that. Deer, <laughs> deer do that.
0: Yes, they do. That's good. Good job. That's
1: the
4: way you <laughs> said that. <laughs> deer do that. We, we, just, we can never pin it down. You know, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, it drove drove me nuts. But I I had enough information. The deer is tellable enough that when he would show up on camera, we kind of knew the travel points. I mean, he was showing up frequently enough that yeah, we put that stuff together enough to kill him. But
0: nice. So um, let's, let's get into the se- – I mean, let's start at the season. Kind of take us through each day, what you were hoping, seeing. Obviously, you told us about the first day where all you saw was one dough yep. and you started kind of second-guessing yourself, which would definitely d- do the same to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what did you do? What did you pivot? Did you make any changes, adjustments? What happened from there?
4: Actually, the first day I got out of there, pulled everything down, and I stayed out of there for the next – two days and just kind of based waiting on trail cameras to show up or to prove that he was still around, you know, and I didn't bump him out of the area. And once he showed up again, I kind of gave him a day. So it'd be October 3rd. I gave him a day or no, the fourth, fourth, yeah. fourth is when he showed up again. And I gave him a day and got in there and hunted him hard the next morning. And I got in. So the wind switched. It was a, a South wind. So it's blowing from the north. So the cold. that cold front come through. And I got in there and looped around on the south end of the farm and come in on the south fence line. And I got up in there and hang, hung and hunt, hang and hunt. And I seen a bunch of does and never seen him. But I seen another 10-pointer that I'm going to really be watching my eyes on this year. He's a solid four-year-old. And so I got out of there that morning. wasn't nothing too impressive. And I really, I never seen this deer until the night I shot him. Yeah. And... So the next night come through, or that night come through, I guess, got in there, sat in the same spot, uh, nothing happened. So I called Tristan that night. I said, "Hey, we need to move." I I caught this weird flash on one of my cameras, and it was right on the river. It was a big crossing, Mm -hmm. and I caught this weird flash on the top right corner of the camera. Well, then so I those tech cams you have to HD the picture to get the clear image, you know. Okay. And once I got the clear image, I seen his horns. So it was him. So it, it showed me the direction he went after he had crossed that creek because he would de- oh, that's one of his main spots. He would daylights crossing that river back and forth. So it told me the direction he went, which was, he was heading south. So I was in the right area. I was just too far to the east of where I thought he was going. He was turning before okay. he ever got to you. Yeah, and so me and Tristan went in there the next day. It'd be the fifth.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: No. Yeah, the sixth. it was the sixth. Or you killed him on the seventh, right? Yeah. I killed him the next. And then night. I left the sixth or the yeah. seventh of the morning. Yeah. Okay. So me and Tristan went in there on the sixth at noon. I got dad convinced to let
0: me leave <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> I want to know if yeah. your dad's like Roger.
4: <laughs> Which is we Andy Andy's <laughs> dad.
1: Yeah, they, they farm <laughs> together too. too.
0: So yeah.
4: we snuck in there and got a stand hung and we knew I mean I was like, this is this is the only way he can go because there's one finger that runs up to a little block of timber. And then the other finger goes to that the block of timber to the north on the other side of that 60 acres I was talking about on the west end. Mm-hmm. And so we got in there, I was like, he's gotta be going up the south finger, going to that other chunk of timber, because it's the way he left when that uh, trail camera got him crossing the creek and then it got another video and there was nothing in there until I realized the flash of his tail. So we got in there at noon on the 6th and hung a stand and got out of there as fast as possible. I went back in there that night and actually seen 11 does, I think, but he never showed.
3: Well, so <clears throat> rewind a little bit. So I will say on that, that, that day, we went in around noon. I mean, we was trying to get in and out of there, but I'm telling you when we both got in there and of course I had knew everything of like where he's been daylight and all, where all the scrapes were. And I bet there was a time where I stood in one spot, like for 15 minutes and I didn't move. And he had, he had to literally ask me, he's like, you want to go like hang a stand <laughs> i was just sitting there puzzled because i'm like where could this deer be skirting us nothing. like there was nothing there you know yeah. it's like how not could even, he get from yeah. here to here we don't catch him so well, i mean we not
4: even any buck sign
3: we had a lot there. of disputes of where to be and where to hang up i mean it was like it was confusing <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah
4: so we got that hung and went back and I I come back in later that night and hunted that same spot, which is kind of dumb. I'm putting a lot of human scent in there, but I knew. Well, I mean, it's it was it's, gonna,
0: it's hard not to though, man. It's going to be I'm, a matter of
4: time, and I wanted to be there when he made the yeah, mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and I mean, you know, that's usually your best odds too. You if you yeah. that first set, that's usually mm-hmm. your best odds.
4: Yeah. Because they're not used to anything being there, so they're not going to think of nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So that didn't work, and I, I decided to stay out of there the next morning
3: and just kind of give the place a break because that was two days, pretty much in, three hunts in a row I hunted on it. So then tell him about what we was fixing to hunt the next day, and I left that morning to go. So I got drawn for a managed hunt at oh, Lake Chicomó yeah. back at home. Oh, nice. And we, had a, we knew there was a cold front coming in that day, the next day, the 7th. And I was like, dude, I got to go hunt, I got to go hunt in Missouri, you know, like I, I want to film you. I was like, just try to self-film as best you can. We didn't know hanging. he was coming or, or not, but I was like, just self-film. Hopefully it don't happen. If it does, I'll bust my butt back up and film the rest. But yeah, so I'll let him tell the rest, but yeah.
4: So yeah, he left me hanging. I had to self-film. first.
3: Time. <laughs> uh, yeah, first time ever self-filming. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so I get up in the stand that night and I got in there at like two o'clock. You know, it was gonna be a six hour set, but yeah. I wanted to be in there early. And I didn't see a single freaking deer until twenty minutes before shooting light ended. And I had this little fork buck come through at like eighty yards, and he come the same way that luck that lucky deer had been coming. So I was like, all right, they're filtering the same way that he usually does, and you know about this time. And so I was like getting all excited, stood up. And I got bored. Nothing happened after that. So I got on my phone, and I'm actually sitting on my phone, leaning against the tree, texting Tristan. Like, this is a freaking blow once again. He's not showing up. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I hear, like, a deer running on ground because there's, like, I got a cornfield on my right, and there's a path. The farmer has a path through the cornfield to drive back to this little tiny, like, two-acre hayfield.
0: So the corn is still standing in that field? Yes. Other than the path. Okay, cool.
4: Yep, the corner is still standing other in the path. And that, that's where we were confused. Like, I mean, this deer could have went anywhere after we crossed through my camera.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And so we hung that stand there, you know, whatever. And so I heard running coming down the path. Well, I turn and look, and all see is this little fork buck just, I mean, boogying down this path coming right at me. And I overlooked.
0: And that's when I'm like, screw it, send it. <laughs> 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 Just I looked.
4: I looked over this deer. <laughs> this deer is at 20 yards. But the deer, lucky, he was at 20 yards. And I overlooked him watching this little buck come oh, running that's down the funny. This Little buck come down the path, and once he got to that area, I'm like, oh! and I like started freaking out instantly. <laughs> I had nothing ready. My phone's in my hand. My bow's still hanging. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. So I just shoved my phone in a pocket, grabbed my bow, turned, and get the camera on him, and this deer is it turns broadside at 28 yards and i drew back on him and he had to take one step that's all he had to take to get away from this limb never did it so then he turns to so this little they know where they're at yeah and then and this little buck he he just kept coming down he's at like 15 yards and then this the lucky deer he turns gets right in the tree line looking coming right down to me turns and comes out again at so 18 did you, yards did you stay drawn or did you have to let down no, I let down to move the camera on him because I'm like freaking out, not wanting to miss the shot. Yeah,
0: I would have said,
1: screw Dude, that camera.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. I'm, no <laughs> I'm
2: so
0: proud of you because <laughs>
2: that's why all, we fail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all three of us, like Tristan, would never enjoy working with us because we'd be like, "F this camera!" <laughs> and you know, hey, hey Tristan, I killed that deer. Did you get it? And, Hell no. <laughs>
4: you know, <laughs> you're fired. Yeah. yeah, you're fired. So yeah, so I drew back down when he turned and got the camera back on him and he comes and turns out broadside again at 18 yards i drew back on him again and i'm just sitting there he won't move he won't move he won't move and it's like he knows i'm there but it doesn't bother him kind of way you know how they just kind of stand there and stare in space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and well then he turns again and comes like directly down to me so i had to let down my draw again get the camera back on him And there's a trail that runs directly underneath me. And I had two or three little bucks and does come underneath me in prior hunts. And he turns like he's going to come up this trail. And I mean, this trails, I look at the deer through the grade of my stand. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's directly below me. And he turns like he's going to come up that trail and I get the camera on him and I drew back when he was, he was hitting like a, it wasn't really a scrape, but you could see where they kind of messed with it a little bit down there. And I drew back on him and he just looks straight up at me and then he just turns his head, looks back the other way and didn't even acknowledge me at all as I'm standing eight yards directly above him in a tree. <laughs> and when he turns his head back kind of to where I feel like his shoulder opens up cause it was a quartering two shot. Uh-huh. So I just kind of felt like I needed to wait till he had his body kind of in his head sitting right to make sure I get in there. Well, when he turned and he kind of, when he brought his head back around looking at the base of my tree, he kind of opened his shoulder. So that's when I just let it have it at eight yards and I stuck it. I couldn't have been a more perfect shot on that deer. And that's when he turned, took off and I heard him crash and I was freaking out. I called my girlfriend. I was like, I mean, I couldn't even talk. I was shaking. I felt like I'd just fall out of the tree, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's it all. all pieced so, together. So, real. so wait, first call was to who? His girlfriend. My girlfriend. Okay. Okay. I was, I was, Making sure.
0: Then the next call was to his dad, being like, "See, now I'm available." Yeah, yeah.
4: that was the second call, and then I called Tristan after that. Yeah, dang, Tristan third started. man on the list.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, so, bra-
4: Bravo
2: to the girlfriend making number one spot. You know, that's always the important question: who's the first call?
3: Hey,
0: right? Hey, let's just say this: we all know, we all say, our significant other is the first call.
2: Oh, I would tell you right now, mine. whether nine. it
0: is actually or not, I'm never going to say otherwise.
4: She knows I'm not calling her <laughs> first.
0: <laughs> I called Amy first, or at least text her
1: first, I believe.
4: Yeah. She's got to go yeah. through all the hell of home of me freaking out about it anyway. So yeah, there, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I get it. I get it. But uh, so, up. so yeah, okay, you up. got down out of your stand. Um, this is the part of the show where I really like to try to let you give that animal its its credit you know it's pedals yeah and um explain to the listener best you can they're gonna see a picture of them obviously but explain to the listener best you can how you felt and what you saw when you walked up to him.
4: I uh, that's how far did he go I mean, did he go out of sight I, or well on the video i was a little off but i was still so shook up i bet he went 60 yards yeah probably well so tell him to make sure we pulled out for how many hours i don't know oh well, we I got out of there and went back home, and I met up. I waited on Tristan to get down, and it. I think we gave him a little over four hours.
0: Yeah. Probably. But like, yeah. probably, yeah. probably four hours. And you were coming from Lake Jacomo mm-hmm. to south-central <laughs> Iowa?
4: Yep. <laughs> you made <laughs> well, it did, pretty had, good. Had, Don't worry about that. I had to live for sure. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to look without him, whether it was the next morning or that night. Yeah. I mean, heck, he yep. was in there putting all – in with me
1: so yeah right. you're still a better friend I would have told you guys to piss off I'm, I'm going after this guy yeah I
4: could I I with a deer of that caliber and a little bit of history I actually put together on that's truly my first ever deer I've actually puzzled together and killed mm-hmm. yeah. you know otherwise I just kind of oh and there's it. 160
0: inch deer let me kill it mm-hmm. like we say Iowa right mm-hmm. behind every yeah. tree no I'm just kidding but so yeah I mean so you you had Tristan there uh, who else was with you when you you guys went and found him
4: um Thing, my mom, dad, and my girlfriend. Mm-hmm.
0: So yep. truly a family affair.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, cool. So I mean, yep. you you you, just, you pretty sure yeah. where he crashed? So it was a pretty easy track job, I'm guessing.
4: Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It was beyond easy. Oh, that that blood trail was insane. So yeah, tell like. us what what's your gear? What's your setup? What are you shooting? Uh, broadheads. I shooting Matthews and I was shooting a B3 Meg 100. Is my broadhead. And okay. that, that thing does wonders. I shot two deer with it this year, and they both
3: pretty well died within eyesight. A
0: B, those what's that, it? A uh, B3 what?
4: Meg 100.
3: Yeah. So for is that a fixed, that, or what is it? It's a three-blade mechanical three-inch cut. I mean, it's gnarly. It's, it's big.
1: That sounds pretty gnarly. B3. I'll have to look that one up. Meg. Meg. I'm in the hunt for a new broadhead this year. So you're in the hunt for a I new everything. Yeah.
4: Day. Tristan brought these to me, and man they are something else well we timed it the doe i shot yeah with you in the stand that night which she died in six seconds yeah and lucky died in seven
3: yeah from the impact to the crash yeah Yeah, b3 is actually the guy that owns it is out of he lives he's from missouri his whole life they they produce them in kentucky uh but dude we switched to him and like it's been the best decision we've ever made. They're they're it's insane. <laughs> but it's they're a mechanical awesome. broadhead that has no rubber bands, nothing. It's all 100% mechanical. Like, the way they clip in to stay closed is, like, all just machine, you know, precision cuts of metal where it just clips into itself. And they're just super, yeah. you know, they don't rattle around like some of your other mechanicals, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're solid, and they hold up. I mean, every buck I've shot with them, every doe or whatever, I've, I've put them back in my quiver to shoot again. I mean, they're tough. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's look at those. They're, they're kind of,
4: you know, have you guys have ever, have you guys ever shot Grim Reapers, the magnetic ones?
3: Nope. I, I've heard
1: of them. I've seen them, but so no, I know what I'm, you're talking about, but I haven't
4: yeah. them. You take those with way more wicked blades mm-hmm. and a way better design of keeping themselves
3: together. Yeah. Okay. They're soft, yeah, solid, solid heads
4: They're unreal.
3: Let's they check them out. The job, sure you'll have to watch the video though i mean we're talking about like a red carpet uh like four foot up on these corn stalks like (laughs) the easiest track job you've ever seen yeah (laughs) you
4: you took red paint and a little cart sprayer and walked
3: yeah
0: yeah i was uh uh, about 60 percent of the way through the video i was to the part where um you had just had that encounter in 22 with him, and then i had to go to wrestling banquet so walked into the door five seconds before we recorded so i didn't
1: get to finish it so you walk the blood trail you get up to him what's going through your head
4: a million things it was just it was almost sad kind of
1: because like i had nothing
4: to look forward to anymore but it was i mean it was just most amazing feeling ever like all the hard work work we put in all summer long everything come down to it and he was sitting right there in front of me it was just i mean it was unreal it was awesome
2: he said, "Damn, that's a taxidermy bill."
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. So, ex- last two years have been expensive for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, explain Lucky to everybody. What's what's yeah. he look like? You know, and and uh, you can you can tell him the score too. But um, try to try to give him his uh his his credit.
4: Yeah, he actually both of his bases were seven inches of mass around his bases, and then his beams, like a normal, you know, they come out. He come straight up, pretty much off his head. And he had like 20, I think they were 26-inch beams up off his head,
2: Nice. and
4: carried five, carried five inches of mass through every both sides of beams all the way out. And I mean, he's just a big mainframe eight-pointer. He's got a little bit of character on his right. I think it's his right side mm-hmm. and his left side. Left side's got a big. No, his right side's got a big eye guard. I think. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. It's, <laughs> right,
0: it's the right side. I saw the picture. It's
4: right side. It's got a 14-inch inch yeah. double beam thing. Yeah, it's. Oh, it was, that's sweet.
3: I call them the unicorn points, but yeah. that's just me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see what you mean because it kind of <laughs> yeah, came yes. out.
3: Yeah. And
4: he had the same thing last year, too, in his sheds, but it was on the opposite side, and it was only like five inches.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: He just – last crazy. year, you know, frame-wise, he got – or bigger frame-wise, but he lost – I think he lost four points from last year to this year.
0: Really? So how old do you think <laughs> – how old do you estimate – did you get him aged or did do you have an estimate of how old he is?
4: I was guessing him at six, probably six and a half. But yeah. it's hard to tell having short amount of history with him, you know. Yeah. I mean I really wasn't short, but a year and a half's worth of history, two years worth of history of him, it's hard to tell. Right. I would, I would guess body-wise, his head, you know, every, the way everything looked, he's probably six.
0: Yeah. Could have been, I mean, could have been seven, which is why he might have dipped just a tad from yeah. six to seven. I mean, it's it could good. have been he got a little sick for two weeks while he was growing antlers and lost a couple of inches. I mean, you're talking, for the listener, tell everybody what, what this deer scored.
4: Uh, 177 and 4.8. So, could have it. used another yeah. year, that's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but,
0: yeah, I mean, that's still like a world-class deer. That oh, might yeah. have been a touch smaller than he was last year, but you know, yeah, you had both sheds, he but said
2: mainframe eight at 177, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: with all that extra stuff.
2: Uh, I make sure people uh, understood and heard that mainframe eight,
4: <laughs> as, as mainframe eight, for one year, he was 162, I believe. That's insane. As a clean, as a clean eight, he was 162. Wow, Jesus.
0: wow, that's crazy.
4: Yeah, that's
0: badass. Yeah, that's just that's a world class deer, and you know, um an awesome story because it kind of makes you think of those properties that you overlook. I mean, I've got a farm that actually is very similar to the farm you explained in this story that I hunt. Yep. It I don't get I'm not lucky enough to have draws that run both directions. I have draws that run north and south only. Um yep. but it's a very similar farm. It's a wide open farm with like four trees on the entire damn thing. Um people look past that type of property all the time, but oh, yeah. you know, mature deer do some odd things um you yeah. know they get six to seven years old for a reason and they're in
4: where you wouldn't think they are
0: yeah and he could have easily like Micah was saying in fact I was just gonna make a comment I forgot about it you know once that farmer I don't know if it was you guys or not but once that farmer would have taken out that corn he might you have noticed. gotten even easier to pattern because he might have just been living in that corn and that's why you couldn't figure out where he was going that or he could have disappeared or yeah, he could have just that too, he you know. changed his pattern. Completely. Yeah, yeah.
4: Corn he used that he could have been using that thirty acres of corn as thirty acres of timber. Yeah, right. I mean that's that's the thing I kept telling Tristan. I said I'm scared that the only opportunity I'm going to be able to do to kill this deer is while this corn's in.
3: Yeah.
0: It's very possible. That's what's you like crazy never, about hunting. You never know, <laughs> you, you never know, know. But, with with the changes in when the crops come out. Do you get lucky and they're easier, or do they just like Mike was, or like you were saying, he was using it as timber, and once he lost that, he, he moved off to that timber, and then you never see him again. Yeah, because I mean, if, if you have
1: history with him, you might be able to determine that, but just for the year and a half or whatever you had of him, who knows?
4: Yeah, and really, in all reality, I was I was running cameras there just to see. I didn't expect him until after uh, to be honest. Yeah. But seeing him, you know, normally, and not always, but a mature deer will normally have a summer and a winter pattern or home area. Sure. And I kind of figured it was more of his, like, winter-fall area. Because I – well, that's when I – I seen him on uh, January 10th, I think. No, that's the last day. season January 5th. Of 23. Two. Of 20- well, technically 23. Yeah.
0: No. Well, yeah. Technically. technically. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. But last, <laughs> last season, the season before right. that.
4: Yeah. yeah, no. Actually, yeah. So it would be 22.
2: 22. Yeah. yeah. If you him in 23 he wouldn't be dead yeah oh shit That's oh right. yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah yeah so 22 it was january 5th is when i seen him so i really didn't expect him till later on in the season Yeah. and he, he showed up earlier that early and i just like started putting puzzle pieces together in my head of where he was at now knowing that he was in the area yeah and then he just started showing up way more frequently as the summer went on and i mean it was a my I couldn't sleep all summer. My brain was putting puzzle pieces together twenty four seven. And so, your guys'
2: archery season closes right? Like an early archery and it closes right? Is that? Uh,
4: it actually yeah. closes two weeks. <laughs> it closes for two weeks. Maybe two weeks the, season. the shogun seasons. So yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like November. It'll it'll close November. I, does it go? I don't. I'm not sure if it goes clear up to shotgun season or
3: not. Archer, yeah, it does. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So it'd normally be like December fifth. So you're but well,
2: you're approaching like your first close of that that first part, right?
4: Yeah. Whenever you no, kill I, them. I, no, I killed them on. the He seven, killed them like the seventh of October. 7. So there was a few yeah, reps yeah, left. Yeah.
3: yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seven days in the yeah. season.
0: Which I mean. Did we you, were just talking about this in our show that released today
2: I thought for some reason Iowa closed her like had an early session and closed
3: and then had a late session
4: it, they it, have it a, does they have a muzzleloader season that opens early be gotcha. like october thirteenth through the twenty uh, five
3: okay you, you can bow hunt through that you, you just can, can't bow hunt, hunt through shotgun through season which yeah. is like you know late rut
4: the fifth to the December fifth my bad December fifth to December okay oh, yeah gotcha okay Gotcha. it yeah. yeah. until January 10. I see what you mean.
0: Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. So you can
4: the majority of the year,
0: which is is nice, definitely nice. Yeah. Just imagining Missouri without right season in the road. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, man, dude, congratulations. Is this is this the biggest deer you've killed?
4: It is. Yep. I had one last year that was dang close, but this is the biggest one. That's badass. Two years ago, mine. Now, my bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, congratulations! Like I said, I mean, um, Tristan and I kind of talked a little bit a couple months ago, or I don't even remember. Um, we actually were texting each other, and he sent me a screenshot of the of of the picture of the the deer, and I actually saved it and put it in our shared notes and said we're doing this one
2: <laughs> call this guy <laughs> yeah just
0: i don't know when but we're we're having tristan and, and this guy on at the time i didn't even know what your name was and uh yeah. so um you know took us a few months but man that that this is just not an awesome story um just a terrific you know setup cool how you guys met each other and you know are doing this stuff together uh tristan i want to ask you how was lake jacoma hunt uh you know did you yeah. how long did you did you hunt the whole thing or how did it go
3: yeah. So, uh, man, I was really had high expectations. Obviously I've been putting in for what this is my
0: 27 years. Year.
3: Yeah. I felt <laughs> like it. This was my fourth year putting in and I got drawn, but, uh, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of time just because I was uh, obviously working for, you know, the Bomars at the time and he was chasing two, two ten deer, you know? And so I had to be there for that in case that happened. Uh, and so I was kind of having to jump back and forth between Missouri and here a lot to work, but, uh, uh, you know, I I had some good encounters. Uh, I thought I was in a good area. Well, actually, I know I was in a good area because three different guys killed bucks over 160 within, I don't know, 300 yards of my stand. So yeah. uh, I didn't kill anything. I got my doe killed on my second hunt, and so I was chasing bucks. But I don't know, man. It was tough. And anyway, it was really bad weather, like, at the time. It stayed pretty mild and warm. And what was, so what I was just, the dates of the hunt? It was, like, October I want to say like October 14th through the 31st. It wasn't very long. Yeah. And I was still the, pretty uh, warm
0: at that time for us.
3: Yeah. I was on the East hunt. So I, I don't know if you know about that, but they have two hunts on Giacomo. I was okay. on the East side. Um, and I don't know. It just, it was kind of pre-rut, you know, towards the end of the hunt, but there really just wasn't a lot going on because of the warmth and that kind of slowed it down. But like I said, I saw some awesome deer and that place truly is amazing. Like there's, there's great deer in there, and it's fun to hunt. It's just kind of tough to figure out. It's big.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's how it was. I got drawn for that. It's been quite a few years now. But my bro- me and my brother got drawn for it. He killed a doe opening day of whenever that season started, and then I killed one. I think it was like f- there was only like four or five days left on the season for there, and then we didn't get on a shooter buck until like the last day and i had, not if i had to guess he was probably around that 150 160 mark and he just didn't give me a shot he was you know a little further out there than i wanted that i felt comfortable at the time taking. so uh but it was it was a lot of fun you know
3: yeah it's real i mean it's a blast just being able to be it feels like you're in jurassic park you know like you drive out of your set after dark and you'll see 50 deer driving out Mm -hmm. here's here's something i want to mention though maybe it will make uh I don't know who runs it. I guess the MDC or Jackson County Parks and Rec. Controversy during this hunt, I will tell you. Uh, personally, I did not use any sort of cell cams or trail cameras at all because I thought that was prohibited, right? Well, I get to talking to people and they say they call park rangers, they call the conservation agents. They're like, oh, yeah, they said they, they told me. I asked them because I seen 10, I, you know, a person, I saw 10 cell cams walking to my stand every time. I'm like, what's going on? Are this many people cheating? no they were calling the conservation agents they said no it's legal we just it's technology so advanced we quit uh you know keeping an eye on it and we just kind of open it up for fair game i'm like yeah i've heard several different
0: answers as well from different agents or people too
3: had i known that i probably could have killed a nice deer you know being able to track it's like i hunted blind where these other guys were You know hunting specific deer in specific areas yeah i wish they clarify on it a little more because they didn't mention it at all in the rules meeting or anything you know yeah it's
4: not knowing what a certain deer are doing just knowing in the area of where the deer are where they are yeah Yeah. i mean because it's it's that big
3: it's something it's pretty important to know location wise you know you can have high ranges yeah yeah now i haven't
0: ever drawn for any of those hunts because i'm an idiot and haven't been putting in for them but um is lake jacomo and blue springs lake Close to each other, or am I thinking of different places?
3: Uh, I mean, they're not far from each other, yeah. Like they don't share. They share don't share. Line. Isn't okay. it
0: like technically like Lee Summit?
3: Yeah, yeah. Jacomo's
1: yeah, Lee Summit. Yeah. Like
3: Blue if you Springs watch- Lake, though,
0: is isn't it? Isn't Blue Springs Lake off Forty Highway and to the south?
3: Yeah, it'd be no. It'd be to the east. 40, it'd be Forty Highway and then go. Yeah, you're right. South. I'm sorry. And in
0: that right there, close to where
3: Jacomo ah. is, like there's South on Woods. Yeah, south on Woods Chapel, you drive across Blue Springs Lake. Yeah. And then literally, Giacomo's right there on your left. So, like, if you were to walk from the northeast corner of Jacomo, mm-hmm. maybe walk, I don't know, quarter mile, you'd be on Blue Springs Lake ground where their hunt is. Okay, so it's yeah. Not far, but.
0: So, it the, the, could be the same deer. I, I just got a buddy who said he saw the biggest deer of his life I've, at,
3: I've, at Blue Springs Lake. I've known Lay's, a lot
0: of like There's a lot of good deer
1: on well, some. Those managed hunts, man, they're overlooked because you can really get on some studs out there. Like, there you there's Uh, been like Swope Park. I've heard stories about ones that come out of Swope Park and that's like downtown, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I have have a buddy that that has one mounted on his wall that it was actually hit with a car. He picked it up, you know, got the tag or whatever for it, but it's probably tickling 200 and it was just hit on the road and just left there. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's
4: nuts. (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah. People that live in the city, they're like, you know, dang it, now right. i gotta, now I got to get my car fixed sort of stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: That's how they're getting dreams right there to hold a deer like that. Both yeah,
3: places pull yeah. a big deer as far as Jacoma and Blue Springs. I, I had a buddy that hunted in Blue Springs this year, and he was chasing a 190s class deer that got killed by a guy that got drawn from Kentucky uh, mm. on our, one of our hunts, which is kind of cool. I mean, it was great for him that he got to kill that deer, but there's some giants in there. You just got to find them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. Now, do they close the parks down at that time, or can you no. have uh, no anybody nature can... walkers walking oh, through? Yeah. yeah, we had guys
1: <laughs> walking around every
3: single day. Yeah,
1: no, really. Oh yeah,
3: every single day. Here comes a dog and no leash. I'm like, you know, they. Could at least do it to where you gotta keep them on a leash during the hunt, just for Damn. safety reasons. But no man, they're, they're everywhere.
1: Oh yeah,
0: you, you think people know that there's a hunt going on? So they well,
1: just... they put signs out like it, it, every parking area or during the road, it'll say, "Hey, just you so you're aware." What I'm saying? It, it's
0: you think non hunters purposely go walking through there trying?
3: Oh, to mess I'm sure. Up. I'm
0: sure that's.
3: I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't. I'm not calling anybody out on this, but the day the hunt started. Giacomo had an event that started as well that was called Parade of the Dog Days. It was like oh, oh national, my God. It was a national come walk your dog at Lake Giacomo. I'm not joking. Like they had balloons up and everything. Like <laughs> you're showing I'm up in your balloons. camo and tree stands <laughs> and there's I mean, could you schedule it a little better? I mean, I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> Do any of you guys track blood trails?
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. learn today.
0: <laughs> well, Tristan, tape. Thanks for coming on guys and, and talking about this awesome story. Um, Tate, I appreciate you, you know, listening to the little Lake Jacomo stories because, I uh, once he said that I just had to ask questions, but, um, why don't y'all tell people how they can watch this awesome, uh, story unfold as well and how they can kind of, uh, check your guys' stuff out.
3: Yeah, man. Um, I final cut outdoors, uh, the final cut. You can find us either way, Instagram and Facebook. You can keep up with what we're doing. Um, We've got, I think, seven states on the list of turkey hunt this year, so there'll be a ton of stuff to uh, to watch on there for sure. Um, but, yeah, so Final Cut Outdoors on YouTube. Um, this company was just started, well, actually about 30 days before we killed that deer. Uh, it just came to us. We all wanted to do it, and it was a good –
4: mine and got to talking yeah. to him of what he had done in the past, you know, and it was like a light dinged in all of our heads, and there's a couple others
3: that do it all with us, but – Yeah. I mean, the, his deer was just honestly like the kickstart of the company, uh, the show, whatever you want to call it. Um, our, all of our first t-shirts had hit a a sketch of his deer on the back of it. It was just kind of, you know, started who we are, but really, I mean, I think we're similar to the mindset of maybe, you know, similar to you guys. Uh, we just want to represent kind of the working class. Uh, everybody, but myself is all farmers, uh, that hunts, uh, on the show. So, we just try to I don't know keep it real, show the show the, the working class side of things as, so people can relate to it, and yeah, just check all our stuff out on YouTube and keep up on the social media. Um, we got a lot of good stuff coming up, and definitely some big deer to chase next year, so, so I'm hopefully
2: looking at the YouTube page right now and theres a, there's a few videos I have here marked I want to watch here.
3: yeah,
0: yeah, sure. Some might say it was lucky. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Andy threw a pencil at me. But, uh, dude, uh, Tristan Williams, thanks for coming on again, buddy, and take care again. It was great having you. Congratulations, and we hope to talk to you guys again soon.
4: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys.
0: Congrats, Tate. See you.
4: See you. Yep, thank you.